Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And good morning. I'm John Tucker. Uh, some breaking economic news to bring to you. June uh, Bloomberg Economic Expectations Index, that's lowered, uh, falling to 41 uh, versus a prior rating of 44 and a half. Also, the weekly Bloomberg Consumer Comfort Index uh, coming in lower at 42.1, the previous rating of 43 and a half. The central banks around the world placing their policy on hold. Uh, do they know something the rest of us don't? Doug Cass, Seabreeze Partners, uh, telling Tom a little earlier, save your money for a rainy day because it's starting to rain. Uh, that to worry is sending stocks lower and driving money into haven assets with the Dow Jones Industrial Average extending its losses this morning down 121 points. That's down seven tenths of a percent. S&P 500 down 15 points. That's down seven tenths. And the Nasdaq is down 38 points, down eight tenths of a percent. You want volatility? The VIX, a measure of volatility in the markets, up over 10 percent right now. And uh, those haven assets like the uh, Treasuries, the 10-year yield, that is being pushed lower now, uh, down to 1.53 percent. We also have uh, Spot Gold right now up $18.69 at 13.10.44. That's a rise of about one and a half percent. And the yen is up uh, 1.9%, 104.01. We check the markets for you every 15 minutes during the trading day right here on Bloomberg Radio. Back to Tom. Yeah, John, thank you so much. I'm going to get up right now the intraday chart on dollar-yen, now busting through 104 to 103. 3 a.m. this morning, we had a low on yen of 103.55, so we're not near that, but we're in the vicinity. Bloomberg Surveillance this morning, brought to you by Interactive Brokers Traders University. Even experienced traders need to keep learning. Traders University will get you up to speed quickly with short videos, webinars, courses, and more. Visit ibkrb.com slash stay ahead. ibkrb.com slash stay ahead. Uh, John Tucker just did a, a voluminous data check. Uh, needless to say, there it is. She sees it on her screen, giving us great assistance within the turmoil of Brexit, Remain, and the rest of the global markets. Jane Foley with Rabobank. Jane, what stands out on your Bloomberg screen this morning? I see curve flattening, but that's too simple an answer. What sticks out? It really is fear, and I think a lot of it has been reflected in, in a number of different assets. You talk about curve flattening, you talk about the VIX index, but I think we just look at the foreign exchange markets, and, and you mentioned just now that the yen, now that is all about uh, flight to safety, demand for that safe haven asset, the yen, and quite frankly, we've still got one week to go before that Brexit vote. The opinion polls are suggesting that the UK will vote to leave, and if it does, I think we've got a lot further to go in, in terms of this flight towards safe haven assets. A lot further to go in policy speak is to do it within control. Are policymakers losing control? Well, we've had a lot of comments this week. In fact, even just over the last 24 hours, we, we saw Yellen talking about uh, the risks created potentially. Well, you had the miracle of Osborne and Darling on stage together. Indeed, indeed. Well, this is it. It's, it's, it's uh, the, the divisions in, in, UK, in UK politics are very interesting right now because we have uh, polit, polit, uh, politicians from the left and right coming together to argue either for the, the remain, either for the leave. And, and what that suggests is that 
either way, whichever way it goes, there's deep divisions which could potentially take a long time to heal in right. the UK ruling classes. How linked is your world to the stock market? We like to think that Jane Foley's world is completely removed. I don't buy it for a minute. Are the equity markets behind the turmoil you see at Rabobank in well, FX and in uh, debt? I think what we learned in the financial crisis is that when there is tension, when there is stress out there, well, there are correlations. Correlations spring up between markets everywhere so that when the, the market's tense, it moves towards safer assets. And you see that in stock markets, which of course are risky assets, and you see that in foreign exchange too. And right now, the market is very anxious, very uneasy. And, and that means that you're seeing that the push lower in stock markets. You've seen that certainly in U.S. markets since the end of last mm-hmm. week and other markets a little a few days before that. And we're seeing those same sorts of trends reflected in foreign exchange with the movement into safe haven currencies such as the Swiss franc and the yen. How do you balance the polarity of debate? This is all about Brexit, Remain, and this is all about weaker economic growth. Are they separate and discrete, or can you pull those two thoughts together? I think, certainly from the point of view of the markets, it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's related to political uncertainty, economic uncertainty. The political uncertainty has a massive economic cloud across uh, the UK markets. But this isn't just about the UK. The reason that we have Yellen talking about it, the reason we have Corroda talking about it, is because of the potential damage this could do mm-hmm. to European growth. Because you've got to remember, it's not just the UK where there's anti-EU sentiment. There are nationalistic tendencies springing up in a variety of Europe countries, meaning that the legacy really right. longer than, 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 than next week's vote. In your early morning, dollar didn't move. It was about other currencies. And then 7 a.m. or so today, New York time, we saw DXY give a real pop up. Is the great surprise here within sterling, yen, all the rest of the gyrations that were in for a whole nother bout of legit dollar strength? It's possible because Although we can look at the, the U.S. economy, if you think about U.S. interest rates and take perhaps a, a softer view on the dollar, you've got to think about this in, in the context of safe haven demand. If the market is, is moving out of, of, of sterling, clearly, and it's moving potentially out of the euro too, if there are more concerns about European politics and growth on the back of this vote, well, where does the market go? Yes, it might go into the, the yen and the Swiss franc, which is what we'll see, which is what we've seen. But there will be dollar buyers out there on the back of that too. And, and obviously, also, you could have more policy easing in Europe if there is a Brexit. And again, even though the Fed may not be hiking interest rates at a fast pace, they're still the least dovish of the G10 central yeah. banks, and that may make the, dollar, make, make the dollar look attractive. What I look at, folks, if you want to know what we do in the Bloomberg, and I know Ms. Foley does this at Rabobank, we do two things. We look at spreads, comparison, compare and contrast between two things. And we also look at the brutality, as Trichet would say, of movements, which is measured by volatility and standard deviation. Um, I'm looking, Jane, at the five-year, five-year forward, the guess out five years, five years forward of inflation, and I'm well out beyond two standard deviations of disinflation or deflation. Are we importing disinflation and deflation, which is dampening economic growth? 
Well, it, obviously, it depends which country you're looking at. If you're thinking about Europe, then that's definitely the case. Certainly, if you are in a country such as the Swiss franc, I mean, inflation at the moment in, in Switzerland down 0.4% year on year. They have a real problem with it because yeah. the Swiss franc is so strong. If you look at the U.S., well, there was about a dollar strength at the, the second half of 2014 into early 2015. And you could say that that depressed inflation then, although, of course, there's a lot more inflation in the U.S. than in Europe, generally speaking. But certainly it is the case that most economies in, in the G10 world do not want currency strength because right. they don't have the, the demand there to push <clears> up the inflation. We're not on the parity watch again. If you're just joining us, folks, Jane Foley, Rabobank. Let me do a quick data check. Equities deteriorate. It's not Jane's fault. Negative 131 on the Dow, 17,510. The VIX up 2.22 big figures. That's a huge move on VIX. Call it a 10% move, 22. Point three six on the VIX. The yield comes in lowest yield since 3 a.m. this morning, 153.29 on the 10-year. Uh, European yields have actually been pretty quiet late in their session, not really moving. I'm sure we'll get movement there in Europe tomorrow morning. Dollar yen 10401. We had a 103 handle uh, recently. Euro Swissy, Jane Foley mentioning with decidedly stronger Swiss uh, uh, this morning. Uh, Jane, as I look at the summation of all this activity, what do you observe institutions doing? Is it stasis until they see the vote or can they actually try to manipulate and act as we go to next Thursday? I would say at this stage, sophisticated investors are staying away. They've probably taken their positions and that they're moving away. And I think we have got some issues with volumes in, in some of yeah. the asset classes. Whether or not the retail investors, the smaller houses are positioned yet, well, that remains to be seen. But I would certainly say that an mm-hmm. awful lot of investors that look at this full time are going to stay away. We, we're in store potentially for some very choppy movements in these right. last few seasons ahead of that vote. I, I thought I knew the answer to that. So the setup answer is, can policymakers act intelligently and efficiently and with efficacy if there's no vol in the market, no volume in the market? Well, it's going to be very difficult for them to, to take away the, the potential for choppy movements. I mean, what they have said, I mean, if we look at Bank of England, for instance, and other central banks, they do have lines out there to ensure liquidity. So we had, in fact, yesterday the first uh, mm-hmm. extraordinary long-term index repo from the Bank of England. There wasn't a huge, enormous take-up from that, but it, it's there. And I, that, I think the fact that there's... Yeah. Central banks are coming out with reassuring comments should perhaps help calm some anxiety in the market. But even so, this is this is an unprecedented event for, for recent times. If there is a Brexit next week, it will certainly cause a huge amount of, of uncertainty and volatility. Jane Foley, thank you so much. The Rabobank, and you see that in the vol, the volatility of sterling out to stunning levels when we look at the sophisticated currency surfaces on the Bloomberg. What you need to know right now, the Dow, negative 139, the VIX, 22.48, the yield, 1.53%. Stay with us all day.